Hey, all you condiment kids out there, it's time for condiment kids where we are going to eat some condiments. You're condiment Lots kids. Of condiments. You condiment kids out there. We're condiment kids in here. There's, it's all the same. You can eat condiments yeah. at home too. They're not that expensive. Less expensive than uh, normal food, I would say. Uh, we're all kids in America, and thankfully, we have a store on every corner where you can go and get your own condiments. Uh, yeah. That's that's the dream. Um. Yeah, I'm Tom. I'm a condiment kid. I love putting flavored goops and oozes on my food so that they please me more. Uh, uh, and hi, I'm Colin. I'm a condiment kid, and I didn't realize how many different uh, liquids I have that are useless without other food. We sent... <laughs> Each other are, I mean, listener at home, if you saw our desks, dear Lord, we sent each other <laughs> pictures of them. Uh, it's just, they're laden with such containers. You will never believe yeah. it. Uh, things, these, some of these stuff, some of these things I eat all the time, but I've never eaten on their own before, and I am not looking forward <laughs> to having a little bite. There are things I bought just for this. There's also, I made something for this That's uh, wild. uh yeah and you know also things uh, uh, i'm i'm staring down this one particular bottle that um i've touched maybe two or three times mm-hmm. despite requesting it as like a christmas gift <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible i i actually i yeah. I, I, I did it. i did the coward's move because i knew there was a condiment that i did not want to put on the list because i i knew that to have it by itself would be so devastating for me uh, that I just uh, would not do it. Of course. What is your sinner's condiment? It's Of course it is fish sauce. It is two-ingredient fish sauce. Two ingredients being anchovies and salt. Uh, is it is it Red Boat? Oh, you know it's Red Boat. Uh, I uh, use it for <laughs> my, for making pho. I use it as my secret ingredient in making make tomato sauce. Uh, but on its own, uh, I you'd have to pay me several hundreds of dollars to have a little yeah, sip of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely, I originally bought it as a substitute for, um, for soy sauce. Uh, and I was like, I've, I've got to taste this to know exactly what it tastes like, just so I can know how to properly, like, use it as a substitute. Uh, one, it doesn't taste, it is very good and stuff. It doesn't taste anything like soy sauce, though. And definitely, uh, is not, you should maybe use an eighth of the amount that you would normally use for any other things for it. It was disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, it's 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 quite bad. I mean, I, I said I put it in my uh, red sauce as a secret ingredient, and it's great. It makes it very umami and flavorful. However, for those yeah. like two minutes before the smell burns off, uh, the kitchen sucks. Like it just is the yeah. it's the wrong room. Um, so you might be wondering at home, what do we? How did we define condiments? Well, poorly, folks. Because I'm looking over <laughs> this list and I'm noticing that we have somehow come to the conclusion that uh seasoned salts and spice mixes are condiments they're not but we're gonna eat little spoonfuls of them <laughs> yeah uh you know we've got we've got goops on here uh we've, we've got mustards Mustard's mustard mustard is, is apparently a, it's, it's a class of condiments that includes uh things that you would not think are mustards yeah. uh maybe <laughs> You were describing the con- the contents of your uh, fridge, and you legit. I, you, t- I, I was taken aback because you legit live the. Uh, it's funny how there's five mustards in my fridge, but none of them are from my sandwich. Normal world. It's almost like those are my dipping mustards, but go off. You live that tweet for real. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I used to work in the restaurant business, and that means you end up with, you know, you would never go out and buy champagne mustard. Mm-hmm. Um, but if if a, a sales rep <laughs> left a, a, a box of champagne mustards, you would take one home. Yeah. Um, and then that would sit in your fridge for two to three years until someone goes, oh, we should throw this out uh, a week before you decide that you're going to start making a, a podcast about condiments. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I every time I see a recipe, it's like now add uh two tablespoons of like champagne vinegar. I'm like, are you fucking nuts? Like, fuck off. F- who do yeah. you think you are? <laughs> Red wine vinegar. Shut up. Leave. Anyway, yeah, we should eat. Uh, a yeah, condiment. Uh, yeah, we should eat a condiment. What is up first? Uh, first, I think you know we should go with something that we both have, and I think that the a good first stop. I mean, what is a classic condiment? What is the most uh, sort of elemental category? It's definitely your vinegars. And what's what's better than the old Chinese black vinegar? We're talking the uh, old Xinjiang vinegar. 
Is that how you pronounce oh, it? Yeah. I'll tell you. No, uh, but that's what you're getting, folks. Uh, you know, I can't tell. Oh, wait, no, there is. Uh, uh, I have uh, um, uh, uh, Shanxi Superior Mature Vinegar. Still very, very dark. Uh, the the stout of vinegar. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. Um, the coffee of vinegar. <laughs> this stuff's so dark. I'm, I use this black vinegar exclusively to make mapo tofu because I tell you what, I don't understand its its strange properties enough to be confident putting into other things. Actually, what am I saying? I, I put a little bit into fucking instant ramen. It makes it taste better. Yeah. I guess I'll become more um, acquainted with it now. Let me tell you what my secret in, the, the, my secret power with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I make pulled pork in a pressure cooker or like anything that you're doing in a pressure cooker that you want to actually have, um, you know, a smoky flavor, you would have rather roasted it. You add a little bit of this and it gives it the smoke flavor. Well, I'm sniffing my little my little tasting bowl, and uh, I I get it. That's actually a genius move. I might do that. Yeah, smells oh. good. Smells sort of rich and flavorful. I'm getting a lot more molasses off of it than I normally do. Yeah, it's sweet. Like, yeah, I mean, most of well, your dark vinegars are going to be sweet. Yeah, it smells sweet. We'll see. Uh, right. Bottoms up, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Art. You know, art. Um, uh, do you remember when the the balsamic uh soda was going around the like the Coke replacement? No, what? Ew! This was yeah. This was the thing on TikTok uh, that people were convinced that a healthy alternative to Coca Cola that tastes just like it was plain seltzer or a flavored seltzer mixed with a small amount of balsamic vinegar. Um, and <sighs> it isn't, mm-hmm. I don't think it, I, I tried it. I didn't think it was terrible, but I think you get more cola components in that Chinese dark vinegar than you do in balsamic. I, you know, I kind of see where you're coming from. It, uh, I, as I, as I said, tart, it, uh, clearly is not meant to be had on its own. The flavors were overwhelming. But uh, yeah. um, I could I could see that actually. You know yeah. what? I have some of my uh, my palate cleansing water. I'm gonna have some. I'm gonna like lick a bit of the dregs out of this little bowl, and then immediately follow it up with some water and swish them and see yeah. what happens. Yeah. Is it cola? I can't tell. Is it pleasant? I'd say so. I've had like yeah. vinegar waters before. I used to have. I think we're out of it now. This uh, white balsamic that had like peach in it. And uh, that's very mild and sweet. You put a dollop of that in your glass of water, you got a you got a delightful little treat. I wouldn't say it's soda, obviously, uh, <laughs> but like I liked it. I might like this. Uh, Maybe ha- give it a try. Have you ever had a, a cocktail shrub before? No, what? What are you so, talking so a about? Shrub. Uh, this is another wonderful thing about having worked at an incredibly bougie deli. Uh, so cocktail shrubs were these things that got popular in the mid to late 2010s, like around the start of the kombucha craze. And it's basically like it's meant to be a flavoring vinegar with a lot of other stuff added to it, um, but with significantly more vinegar mother than you would ever mm. want in a vinegar uh, like, you know, much more like a concentrated kombucha almost. Um, and it was for like adding to fruit juice or adding to cocktails, that kind of thing. And they really, the wonder, the truly wonderful thing is nobody would ever buy them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we would end up with a bunch of them about to go out of date. And that's just, f- that's free vinegar, mother baby. Uh, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I've said all I'm going to say about this Chinese black vinegar. Uh, yes, <laughs> it is interesting to now sort of have a a better understanding of what it, of what flavors it's adding. But uh, I didn't yeah. say, I, I didn't exactly like it uh, to, to have on its own. And speaking of things that you like, but you're not going to like it to have on their own. I believe we both have some Old Bay. <laughs> oh, you say that I am not going to enjoy this on its own, but I know for a fact I will. Really. Um, I mean, yeah. okay, the reason I'm hesitant is because this is essentially we're eating a spoonful of salt. And I love salt, to be clear, <laughs> but I don't have it on its um, own very much. I would recommend get, like, just just like the like a, 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 a centimeter worth on the tip of your spoon. Any more than that, that's, uh, yeah, that's probably good, yeah. 
Listener, I was pointing my spoon into the camera. That's what that's what that was. Uh, I have uh, yeah. actually got to remember we're making radio to, here. No matter what, I'm going to say this is good because um, I have a homie that I podcast with who is uh, from Maryland, and if I say that Old Bay isn't good, she'll uh, have me killed. Yeah, I uh, know. We, we go strong in Delmarva. Uh, All right, here we go. <laughs> yep. Well, folks, that's dust. I think that's totally serviceable. It's definitely really overpowering, but um, no, I en- I enjoy that. That's yeah. good. Uh, I, honestly, the main problem was that it's dust. Yeah, like it wasn't unpleasant. I mean, it's salty. you kind of have to have a yeah. You have to have a wet mouth. Like it's not as bad as like taking like a spoonful of cinnamon or something, but it is certainly you know it's dusty. Uh, the first time I did this. Uh, so also, I, you know, I used to work at a bougie deli. Mm-hmm. Um, I also ferment my own stuff, including I made tomato mead once. What? Made a tomato honey wine. Yeah. Uh, I, I had a I had a hookup for really, really good heirloom tomatoes. And what could you possibly want to use those for? For flavoring wine, of course. Um, and oh, I wanted to, you know. I wanted to make the most Chesapeake Bay thing possible. So I was like, oh, this would taste really good if I added um, uh, Old Bay to it. Uh, and the uh, the recommendation uh, that I was given uh, was that you take, uh, if you're doing like a spice mix like that in, in a wine or a beer, uh, you take uh, a, ha- a quarter teaspoon at a time mm-hmm. and you keep eating it until your tongue can't taste it anymore. <laughs> uh-huh. And that's how, and, th- th- and then that's how many teaspoons per gallon uh, of, of liquid that you use. Um, Interesting. <laughs> I gotta say, I'm like still tasting the lingering old bay and I'm just like, I want a little bit more. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, uh what do we do next? I'd let's, a, let's, let's go to something that's going to not be quite so uh, out of the ordinary to just have on its own, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Uh, certainly something that's less salty. Uh, yeah, I would love that. So, I remember when we were we were comparing pantries, uh, you were going hog about this Jamaican sauce called Pica Peppa. I love Pica Peppa. I, has, I had it years ago. I thought it was great. I couldn't find it. I recently found it. It was like finding an old friend again. Yeah, uh, so I had to go ahead and get some. Uh, I I normally shop at an international market to begin with, so I was like, they've got to have it, and they did. But all I believe you have just standard, normal good. Yeah, pick a peppa. Uh, I have pick a peppa spicy mango. Uh, so I don't know how much it's going to compare, but well, I mean, uh, here's here's the fact that shit's going to be good as fuck. I can tell already because uh, the thing about pick a peppa. I'm going to read. I'm going to read the ingredients here. Yeah, uh, you get your cane vinegar classic you got to have your vinegar and then your second ingredient onions now uh you don't even need to put anything else in there you put you got vinegar and onions you basically have worcestershire sauce which is gonna it's a winner for sure but it continues you got sugar you got tomato paste sea salt peppers not spicy mine not my one's not spicy at all raisins ginger mango concentrate so i know that the mango you got i mean mango rules I got mango. You yeah. got more mango, so that's going to be awesome. Cloves, thyme, garlic, black pepper, orange peel. This really is just a truly delightful sauce. It's sort of like if Worcestershire sauce was uh, like better uh, and a little <laughs> thicker. And it just goes on anything. You know what I love pick a pepper on is uh, fucking cheese and crackers. If you get like a good sharp cheddar, like an aged cheddar, and uh, put that on crackers and then put a little dollop of pick a pepper on that, that is incredible. I'm just actually right now, this whole time I've been slowly opening my pick peppa and getting like <laughs> sauce on my fingers and just licking it off and being like, oh yeah, that's good. Uh, let's fucking do it. Uh, real quick, can you show me on your bottle where the ingredients you read off are? Uh, it is in a little banner underneath the picture of the, of the okay. parrot. Yeah, gotcha. what do you yeah. got in uh, yours? Uh, yeah, I was like, uh, who? I'm not uh, like I, I also have the mango concentrate, sugar, vinegar, water, raisins, onions, peppers, sea salt, ginger, garlic, and turmeric. This seems like very similar. The turmeric seems yeah. like the only new addition. It's just that they sort of rejiggered the uh, the proportions, which I yeah, feel like just uh, heavier on the mango. <laughs> you can't go wrong, really. Yeah, I'm having a little. Right. I'm having it. Here I go. Oh my god. 
Oh, that's so good. I gotta get a little more of that. See, this actually isn't that far from how I normally eat Bigger Peppa. <laughs> uh, I don't think I've ever had a spoon of it by itself before, but I've definitely had more Pika Peppa than the than vehicle. <laughs> yes, uh, it's that is really good. Um, at least for me, like that, like the spices really do carry the mango. Normally, mango concentrate can ca- can taste like a little too chemical or like mm-hmm. fake, and this is just spot on perfect. Ugh. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I hope you can find the original. Actually, I hope you can find the original, and I hope I can find that spicy mango. Because, yeah. like, I want to collect them. I didn't know there were other types. I want to collect them yeah, all. Yeah, like, yeah, yours just seems like it looks a lot darker, I think, is the big thing. And I guess it's probably a little bit more liquid. Um, you could probably of, just drink yeah. that. Yeah, it's sort of <laughs> gloppy, but yeah, it's definitely liquidy. It's so fucking good. I love that on the top it says four soups, fish, meat, game roasts, seafood, yeah. cheese dishes, salads, gravies. It's just like put it in fucking anything. Like, do you like yeah. vinegar and onions? Then, like, I would rather I would rather know what they think it doesn't go with. <laughs> I mean, stuff. I can only think stuff that already has a very distinct and strong spice profile in it. Yeah. Because you wouldn't want to cover it up. But if you're like, if you're starting from like a blank canvas and you're like, what flavors am I going to put on this? Pega Pepper is going to win every time. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Yeah. Do a mustard. Yeah, pick a mustard. Yeah, let's, we've done a mustard. Um, let's do a, you know, if we're going to do mustard, we should start with the normal yellow mustard. Why the People's hell choice. People's candy. I mean... It's traditional for a reason. Store brand, baby. The only kind to get. Got to make I sure it's all... I regrettably have French's. That's what my store brand is. <laughs> I mean, French's and store brands are indistinguishable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Think about traditional yellow mustard. Underrated. As as much as you could underrate such a ubiquitous thing. Yeah. Uh, but, like, especially when there's there's so much, as these days, among the hipsters... With your fancy, your dipping mustards, it's easy to overlook the fact that uh, normal-ass yellow mustard is, like, really good. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's no uh, uh, raspberry honey mustard with whole whole grain or anything. But Yeah. But if you're talking, like, I would like a cheap goop that adds uh, a big-time flavor to my, to my food. Yeah. And truly, do you want a grainy mustard on a hot dog? You really don't. You don't. You don't. Yeah. Uh, I put this on a little corner of toast. I don't know why I did. I mean, it's going to be good either way. Here I go. Yeah. You know, that has some sweetness that I've never noticed. That's your vinegar. Vinegar's yeah. sweet. Your, all your yeah. all your flavored vinegars are going to be sweet and delightful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at the ingredients. I honestly, I mean, like the mustard seed flavor is key, but I would yeah. have... A mustard-free sauce goop. If it was just vinegar, water, salt, turmeric, and paprika, yeah, that sounds fine to me. And then adding mustard on top of that, bonus. That's that's free well, flavor. The the one thing with that is it's the mustard seed that emulsifies it all together. That's the underrated part of the mustard seed that people don't realize. Yo, <laughs> that's true. I did realize, but I forgot because when I make. But I, when I make fucking, what's that one thing that I eat? But salad dressing. I put the oil and the and the balsamic vinegar together, and then I got to take my fucking yellow mustard out and shoot it in until it yeah. stays together. Yeah, you got to have that or egg, something. Something to bind all those fats and everything together. <laughs> what a king. I love mustard. Yeah. Mustard, you do, you, forever. Me and, me, me and mustard. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's are we on a mustard train? What? Uh, oh, yeah, go for Laogamon. I was about to say, are we on a mustard train? Are we going to do back-to-back mustards? Uh, <laughs> oh, we can do back-to-back mustards. Uh, you, you get some Dijon mustard? I got some Dijon mustard. With that uh, old white wine? Yeah. Some Grey Poupon. Uh, I just have store brand. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but hey, even store brand mustard is, uh, is good. This one I am just going to have on a little spoon. So yeah, the main thing that's different, as far as I'm aware, is uh, the wine. Remember, am I right? You would know. You're like a a mustard guy. Yeah, I want to say it's the the you know 
the specific said oh mine's just made with with distilled white vinegar mm. Mm. Huh. um All i've got distilled white vinegar. vinegar yeah um oh no yeah white wine yeah white wine and fruit pectin uh those are the okay, the, okay, the okay. secret ingredients uh, the pectin cape keeps it from being like a jam, a mustard jam, basically. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and typically more coarse ground. <laughs> Mustard's so fucking good. Holy shit. Oh, man. Is there a better? Is there a better condiment? That like? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's got that like in your, it's got a very slight, like almost not there, like in your nose burn, like that horseradish burn, but it's so mild and smooth. So that is, have you ever had whole ground, or have you ever had mustard made from mustard flour? No. What's that? So, so, uh, you know, you you take the the mustard seed, the mustard kernel, and, uh, you know, it's it's pretty finely crushed in your typical, like, store brand mustard. I don't know why. It's probably just the other things that they do with it, like, keep it from being overwhelmingly mustardy. Uh, but when you get like a, a, a stone ground mustard or a great coupon mustard one, you get more of those big pieces that kind of get stuck to, you know, your old factory senses. Mm-hmm. But also it gets crushed a little finer, which kind of spreads the flavor out. So then if you take those mustard seeds and you grind them into a flour like powder and use that to make uh, a, a mustard, it actually it ha- it has a wasabi like quality to no it where way. it will literally like you will feel it shoot up the back of your nose. It's it's great. It's wild. Is it is it easier to handle than wasabi? I'm not I'm not there yet. My tolerance for I, that kind of spice is very basic. No, I would say it's I would say it's about spot on the same. Um, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, <laughs> yo, I think it's lag on my time. What do you think? Oh yeah, I think uh, it, I, I I wish I had some. I'll have to watch on and, and pleasure as you get to have some delicious uh, grandma chili crisp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so here's the deal about Long and Ma. I didn't know this until recently. I was under the impression that Long and Ma uh, chili crisp in oil was a single product that was sold in multiple sizes. Reasonable? You got your tall jar and your short jar. I'm holding them both as we speak. Uh, one of them says fried chili in oil. Okay. The other one, which to be clear is a jar full of fried chili in oil, says yeah. <laughs> spicy chili crisp. Now, I took this to mean, well, you know, the, that's that's the sort of vagaries of translation. You know, sometimes people translate the same thing differently. This is clearly the same product. Not at all. Two different products. Completely different. Uh, the short jar is your classic Laokan mod that you'll see hipsters talking about, as I've just opened as we speak. Main differences between this and the... Uh, fucking tall jar tall jar has peanuts i understand that that's a deal breaker for you it is <laughs> yeah uh um. this also the small jar the pieces of chili are bigger and i believe they have little soybeans instead yeah okay. which makes it like doubly it's like uh you know i i would not be able to tell the difference between one of the soybeans in that and one of the peanuts in the other one on like a casual glance. Yeah. The soybeans are smaller, but uh, yeah, yeah, you, you would get uh, undercover killed for sure. Uh, <laughs> here it goes. I'm going like, to, I'm yeah. smelling, like, I just have this open and I'm holding it under my mouth, uh, rather my nose. And I'm in such a good place right now. Like, it smells so good. I just had some mustard. Like, I was afraid that this was going to be like, ew, we're having spoonfuls of salt. But like, this has been such yeah. an experience of, of yeah. decadent delights. I'm truly surprised that so far nothing has like overwhelmed the the taste buds so much that we're you know it's not like we're simply tasting the same thing over and over like all of mm. these things have been distinct too. Mm. Oh my god, Lagama. It's so good. It's so rich. So umami. A little just like a like a hint of spice. Like you yeah. could have spoons of this and you would never get that like nose running ha 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 like Try like fanning your mouth, trying to feel better. It's just so good. All right, now let's try this fried chili in oil. The tall, the tall, the tall one. As I say, the the pieces of chili are much smaller. There's not. It's more like a like a paste rather than a the big flakes. And let me get a peanut in here. You can see the peanut. Yeah. 
It's get a, your Cracker Jack going. Here I go. Okay. Tall one has a much more flavorful oil. Mm, oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, it's so fucking good. I want to. I want to <laughs> open up again and have another yeah. spoonful. I like the yeah. tall jar more. I'll say. Yeah. It. I wish you could eat it because it's so fucking how, good. How much is it? How, is it spicier? Does it have a like? What's the flavor difference? Um, it's. I think it's similarly spicy. I just feel like the umami is a lot more pronounced in the. Actually, it might have just been that I had the peanut. Let me have one without the peanut. Because yeah. the peanut is like a is like a big sponge of flavor, yeah. and it's gonna bring its own little savory note too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, it definitely is a little spicier. Not so much that that would make a note of it. I also think the smaller chili flakes help because, um, especially when you're eating it by itself. I was like chewing up these big <laughs> chili flakes, and I'm like, this is how this is supposed to be eaten. Yeah, I just like it better. It's got a more intense flavor, I would say. Yeah. Uh, sort now of I have your mouth. I have some homemade chili oil, so that I don't get to miss out on the fun. Uh, oh boy! Which, as far as the the recipe that I followed, I think is pretty similar to how you make the um uh the fried chili in oil. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just gonna get a little dollop of that on my finger. Good luck. Mm. And just that little that little drop, I already feel it like all over the back of my throat. Uh, yeah, just uh. Oh man, the like flavor of of the chilies is like really really nice and oh, but it is very spicy. <laughs> I'm not a big like spice head. I have like a medium tolerance. Most restaurants I can order the spicy thing. Uh Thai restaurants, uh, I pick level 2 of 5. Uh, <laughs> but like I'm not a big uh I'm not a big hot sauce guy at the house so i can't i can't imagine what it'd be like to have an actual hot chili crisp i probably would come <laughs> around to it but it would take me a yeah. while i just love you gotta inure yourself yeah, yeah yeah you're you're micro dosing yourself with with chili sauce that's what you have to do <laughs> yes 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 all right i think you should do one that just you have now um then i'm gonna whip out uh my secret weapon the new oh, thing yeah. that we I bought yesterday that you don't know I have. Um, it was uh, nothing like it on the list. Oh, my God. I, oh, I can't know. even get it open. It doesn't want to be had. Oh, there we go. Uh, first first pop. Uh, this is Ikea Orange and Elderflower Marmalade. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, it's It's got uh, definitely some... I think it probably has like an elderflower extract and like definitely it is filled with with orange slivers of orange rind. So let's just get a That is good. That is Hell good. Yeah. Not Hell pithy. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh like has has like almost like a honey like warming quality to it. Um and the thing that I always look for uh in a marmalade is it's the 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 texture is perfect. It's immediately spreadable. It's not like a jelly where you basically have to melt it. It's not like preserves where it's basically big hunks of fruit that you have to like press into shapes. It's just mm-hmm. like, uh, it's like it's like melted butter. <laughs> I love it. Does it, does it have that bitterness that marmalade sometimes has? No, not at all. Oh, None. that's so. Which good. is weird because I would expect the elderflower to maybe bring some of that out. Like you know, you taste a little white flower, it tends to bring out woody notes too, and like nothing, wow. no orange pith. No, no vegetalness. That's so good. I once went. Uh, I, I, my in-laws live in Spain. They're not Spanish. They just live there. Uh, yeah. I went once. I was in Seville, and I had uh, Seville has the Seville oranges, famously, that, which are bitter oranges that you make marmalade out of. If you tried to eat them like an orange, you'd go yuck patu. Uh, I got a from a restaurant a grilled goat cheese topped with. Seville orange marmalade and I had had marmalade before and I'm like this is pretty good it's a little bitter though but I can see what's good about it maybe this is just a bad marmalade Uh, so I got it there and oh my it's like I still like have dreams about that dish it's like so good and you say Ikea's got I I gotta make a field trip to Ikea and get some of this goop yeah that sounds good as hell 
actually, speaking <laughs> of goops, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring out a local goop. Uh, this is a co-op sauce. I would say hot sauce, because co-op sauce is a hot sauce company, but this is not hot at all. This is smoky mole. Uh, Ooh. Which is just sort of, it's, what I, what I think of it is, like, portable mole. Like, real mole? No fucking way is my house producing it. It won't happen. Uh, but, co-op sauce, smoky mole sauce, well, well, you gotta, you gotta some type of, uh, taco you're making put some of this goop on there yeah. and uh i tell you what but i love this goop and it, it, unlike most hot sauce it's very thick it kind of has like the, a pudding consistency yeah uh getting I mean, it it's out like, is you tough. know you should think of it as like almost like it's practically like a a, a sauce concentrate base uh yeah like this is your your standard hot sauce is going to be you know vinegar as one of the top two ingredients top two ingredients for this are uh fucking Chocolate, pumpkin seeds, tahini, chilies, onion, garlic, tahini listed twice. <laughs> uh, vinegar's like far down. There's a lot of shit yeah. before you get to the vinegar. It's, there's goop. Yeah. I love the pumpkin seeds. Yeah. That is, a, that is a thing that you have to look out for. A lot of really authentic like mole recipes use peanuts instead. Mm. Um, I found that out the hard way. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so smoky. It's so deep and rich. That I think, you know, yo, I think this, this Pika Peppa and Tall Jar Laogun Ma, like, I, <laughs> I could make a meal out of just having straight spoonfuls of all of those. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have, have I, maybe later, uh, when I go to the rest room, the fact that it yeah. was entirely goops would cause a problem. <laughs> but in terms of like, the the Epicurean experience of sensing flavors, I yeah. have absolutely no complaints here. And, Incredible stuff. And I know we're we're going to talk more about aminos later, but I think I think <laughs> the 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 diet you've just described of smoky mole sauce, laogan ma, and um, pickup pepper sauce, I think that might be amino complete. It might even be like nutrient complete. Yeah, you got to aside me about from this. your macros. <laughs> You're talking science words at me. You have aminos. That's from that's from a textbook. What in the fuck is yeah. this you're talking about? Okay. Uh, so, uh, aminos. Also, maybe you've heard of them in science classes. Amino acids are yeah. um, uh, they are the building blocks of proteins. Um, and so a lot of food allergies are allergies specifically to proteins. So, for example, I've talked before about, or you know, I'm, in the past several minutes, I'm allergic to soybeans. Uh, and coming to terms with that and stopping, uh, no longer using soy sauce and finding an alternative was very, very difficult. Uh, but, um, you know, uh, it's mostly like mostly what soy sauce is, is just distilled, broken down protein liquid. That's what gives yeah. it that umami-ness. And then also all the salt that comes along with that. Uh, and apparently um, the aminos and coconut taste pretty similar. Uh, so thankfully, uh, somebody, uh, the good, the good Wegmans company has a store brand, uh, coconut amino. And, uh, I think this is probably going to be pretty, uh, awful to just take a spoonful of, but you know, it's my medicine. Um, is that soy sauce colored? Yes. No, I would have, you see, this is my dumbass. I think coconut, <laughs> that's going to be white. Yeah. Well, it's, it's wrapped in a black bottle. So I'm, uh-huh. I'm guessing it's probably... And it's kind of a lighter brown. It's probably a lighter brown than you would want it to be, but it's certainly, mm-hmm. it definitely, it looks like soy sauce. It has like kind of an orangey aroma to it. Huh. <sighs> um, but yeah, that is just, that is just salty soy sauce. <laughs> oh boy. Well, I mean, <coughs> I can't leave you in the lurch. I also have a soy sauce goop. Uh, this is a <laughs> goop that I, I, I made myself from a YouTube video. If I recall. Yeah. It's tamari soy sauce, which is different yeah. from normal soy sauce for reasons I once knew but then forgot because it wasn't relevant to me. Uh, <laughs> it's tamari soy sauce and I believe also some sake, uh, kombu, bonito flakes, and uh, dry shiitake that you uh, simmer for a long time. Yeah. You then drain out all the solids, of course, and then you put the uh, liquids in a, in a big... Uh, wide, shallow pan so that there's mo- as much surface area as the thinnest possible layer 
of uh, what do you call it liquid that you can get so as to reduce. Uh, and the YouTube video is like, make sure you don't reduce it too much. Well, I did. I reduced it too much, so it's very hard for me to get this goop out. Yeah. But it is an incredible goop. Uh, you got some white rice, and you're like, what am I going to do with this white rice? Draw a little uh, grid of goop, of this soy sauce goop on there, and you got some yummy white rice. I bet yeah. that when I eat this, I'm going to go, whoo! <laughs> I didn't go whoo, folks. Yeah. That's a very balanced and pleasant flavor. It's definitely way too salty to be eaten on its own in that amount. However, I really liked it. Yeah. It definitely, it sounds, yeah, it sounds very much like ponzu sauce or, um, oh man, what's the one with the bulldog on it? Uh, I can't remember. Uh, but there's, there's a lot of interesting, like, fruit puree flavored soy vinegar combos in Japanese sauces, and they're all fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you got, it's so, it like coats, I mean, it obviously coats my mouth because it's a thick goop. <laughs> But it has it has the same sort of like it, it was this, I have the same feeling that I had with the tall jar Laoganma, where it's just yeah. like I can feel the umami everywhere, and I'm just like my tongue is just like Ugh, I love it more, more, more. This is what it's yeah. all about. I love that shit. All right, you love uh, man, like especially like not great for us tasting many things in a row, but when a sauce like that has hang time, when it just coats your mouth and you just get to keep experiencing it, that that's a good condiment. It sure is. I would recommend looking up whatever this YouTube video was. There's really nothing you can go off of. Put the ingredients in and uh, hope that it gives you something. Some listener out there did it. Write in condiment kids. Write in with what the video you think it is. (laughs) Yeah, I'll be able to recognize the lady. It's a lady. If it's a boy talking to you, keep looking. Yeah. (laughs) Well, if we're doing homemade goops, uh. Again, on my on my soy free journey, uh, who doesn't love some miso soup? Who doesn't I love, love miso. miso soup? Babe? Yeah, um, you can't you can't have that if you can't eat soy. But what you can do that apparently does taste exactly the same is um, you can uh, ferment chickpeas using uh, koji rice in the exact same way. <gasps> it does take six months to a year, uh, and. You know, you end up with a lot of it. Uh, but you know, I got I got one of my little jars, oh, and it's yeah. also incredibly salty. It's I want to say this is probably like thirty percent salt by like volume. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is gonna be this is gonna be a fun thing for my tongue. But uh, yeah, homemade miso sounds so badass. Uh, it is so incredibly salty, but it the like it is it is just the concentrated umami of. Oh man! Ooh, even just that second swallow. Oh, yeah. oh, mm. yeah. No, that's that is that is a savory bomb. Uh, that is mm. that is like eating a million mushrooms in one bite. Uh. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Oh, I love it. I mean, gosh, is it was it hard? I mean, other than it taking a year, is it hard? Like, could I do this? Um, I don't want to do this. Like, uh, considering, like, all of the other stuff that I've done, no, it really wasn't. Like, you know, I had to, uh, you know, you ha- like, you want to start from dried beans. It, like, because canned beans are a little, they're, like, a little bit processed, um, and they won't have the right consistency. Because you don't want to cook the beans all the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, you take the chickpeas, you soak them overnight, um, you, you mix them up with a bunch of salt, and then you mix them up with just the dried koji rice. Yeah. Um, and then you just – and you you mash it a little bit, like not a ton. You just want to break some of the skins. Yeah. And then you put it in a jar. You have to like heavily disinfect the jar. Um, yeah. And then, you know, uh, cover it with like a plastic wrap covering and then weight that down with something. Yeah. Uh, and then three months later, it's kind of halfway done with fermented. And you can take like just a big wooden spoon and break it up the rest of the way, get into a paste – you re-clean the top of the jar, you reseal it, and then you leave it for another six months, uh, like three to six months. And then it's wow. just, at that point, I put it in jars. You could pasteurize it if you wanted to, but um, I don't know. You, uh, you don't need to. And it just, yeah. I, it never went moldy once. I think I've had one jar that even had like a spot of mold on the top, and it was like a it was like a healthy white mold I just needed to scrape off. Like, Oh my God. Yeah. That's so dope. <laughs> 
I love chickpeas. I'm like a huge chickpea head, and I yeah. love miso. So like the idea that I could make this on my own, that's incredible. Yeah. It's the the ludicrous thing is it does taste exactly like miso soup. Like there is the I don't I guess there's just not a ton of particular flavor to a chickpea or a soybean that carries through the process. It is ridiculous about how much it's the same thing. Uh, Love it. Uh, yeah. Incredible. We've had like an incredible run of condiments that taste on their yeah. own astoundingly good. So I think I'm going to uh, break the streak by yeah. having something that's going to suck ass because this is my guilty pleasure. I would never tell anyone that I use this a lot, uh, but we're on a fucking condiment podcast. I'm yeah. talking about the big taco seasoning jar from Costco. Yeah. And you know how I know this is bad? Because uh, the top ingredient is cornmeal, a flavorless dust, pure filler. <laughs> uh, anyone, any chef is going to tell you spice mixes are a mixed bag. You never know if they're going to be good. You're, a lot of the times, you're going to have spices that are very old that have lost all their potency. And a lot of the times, you're gonna, it's going to be mostly filler. So you're going to want to look for stuff that isn't that. Well, I haven't. I've looked for this. I, I use this taco seasoning. Whenever I'm lazy, basically, whenever I'm making something and I'm just like, oh, I probably need to season this or else it's going to taste like nothing. What am I going to do? I'll get my huge taco seasoning jar. So here I go. I'll have some dust. It'll be corn, mostly. Yeah. I'm just looking at This is fucking corn and salt. Yeah. That's all it is. It's, and Look, it's I'm, got, like, taco coloring. I'm thinking I'm thinking back to the days uh, in my life of, of having, you know, uh, just Taco Bell taco seasoning tacos. Of just, you know, throw that in some ground beef, put that on your Taco Bell branded taco shell, and with some, yeah. like, shredded lettuce and shredded cheese. And it's like, I think... I think the cornmeal might actually be serving a really important purpose in that. And that's, you know, you really shouldn't use 80-20, like, leaner ground beef with tacos. Yeah. And that, that cornmeal is really going to make that sauce thicken up in a way that's going to make that edible. <laughs> no, that's a fair point. Yeah. Uh, I tell you what. I had fucking a soy sauce reduction right before this. And the the saltiness of this was far more difficult to 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 work through. Um, it's got some flavor, obviously. You got your your you know your chipotle pepper. You got paprika and chili flakes and and cocoa powder and whatnot. But uh, that's that's pure salt, folks. Yeah, uh, I didn't like that. Um, I'm still gonna. I use feel it. like <laughs> I feel like I have to. I have to. Uh, you know, keep pace. If you're going to have a salty powder, uh, yeah, well, yeah. then it is time for Goya adobo all-purpose seasoning. Um, Ooh, I've seen this at can, the store my whole life. I don't know what this shit is. Uh, I, I get the one with cumin. Um, <laughs> uh, but you can tell it's for all foods because they have a cartoon burger, tomato, steak, fish, and uh, chicken leg. On that's the, all on the, the foods. On the container. Yeah, that's all the foods. The five food groups. Uh yeah. Those are so all things that pick a pepper could go on. Um, this does smell great. Uh, and similarly, ingredients: uh, salt, garlic, tricalcium phosphate, cumin, black pepper, oregano, and turmeric. Uh, we love an anti-caking agent. Uh, oh baby! I mean, the thing about these spice mixes, they sound so basic when you read the ingredients, but they're so good. I don't care. Very, you know, <laughs> there are flavors in there. Mm-hmm. You know, I do, I do taste that, and I do. It does remind me of of rubbing chicken down with this, or um, I'll use this when I make uh, uh, crispy chickpeas in the oven or whatever. And I get that, yeah. uh, but really overwhelmingly, uh, that is just salt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, with these seasoned salts, I mean, because when I use this uh, the taco shit. I don't also add salt. I think that's, that was something that we discussed a bit prior to recording, the difference between a spice mix and a seasoned salt and whether or not that's a distinction worth making. And I, I think it is because a seasoned salt, the fact that it is salt forward is not a problem because it is meant to be used in place of salt rather than in addition to. Uh, and similarly, while we're on it, because I, I just want to, I want to see what this is like on its own. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna, I want, I'm gonna have some Tony Chicheri's Creole seasoning. You ever had this shit, Tony Chicheri's? No. 
Ooh, okay. I'm a recent convert to Tony Chatch. I okay. love this shit. It's way better than you would <laughs> think based on what it is. Um, and my sort of main use case, honestly, is uh, my sort of like I'm lazy meal where I don't want to cook is I'll take Brussels sprouts or, or broccoli or some sort of like some sort of veg with like heft to it. And I'll just cut up a bunch, toss it in oil, stick it in the oven at the famous temperature 450 uh, and take it out 25 minutes later. It's a little bit charred and delightful. Uh, usually I will put just normal salt as as the seasoning. And I'm like, eh, let's just put fucking salt on it. I don't care. I just want this done as soon as possible. I don't want to think. Uh, well, now what I do is I put Tony Chatch on that, and it is dynamite. It, it, yeah. this, and again, when I read what this is, you're going to be like, what's the big deal? Salt, red pepper, black pepper, chili powder, garlic, anti-caking agent. Who cares? Sometimes that's all you need. (laughs) It's it's all you fucking need. It used to, when I first got this jar, it was so potent. I don't know what was potent about it. Maybe it was the grind size, but it was such that any time I opened it, I would sneeze, no matter what. Um, But here I go. I'm going to have some of this dust. Yeah. Look at that. This is so much fucking better than the taco ship. Again. (laughs) Well, He's got to throw that taco stuff out. You're having you're having Creole taco tr- yeah, Creole tacos for the rest of your life now. Oh like, my that's- god! <laughs> so you got the salt obviously right away, and you have the garlic and black pepper. But then that fades away, and you have the lingering spice. And like that's what you're left with, and it's like that's what I want to be left with. If I'm if anything's going to linger, I want the spice to linger. The salt and the garlic gives me what I what I want in the bite right away. And then I'm left with the memory of the good time I had lingering on in my mouth. I love Tony Chetch. I'm pleased yeah. to know that even on its own, that's a that's a hell of a, a hell of a condiment. So we've been we've got a lot of a lot of spicy, savory notes. Uh, you know, we might need to take a break. Either either we need a starting course, a nice salad, or we need a we need a nice a nice dessert to follow up on on this meaty meaty thing that we've just done and yes. what's better with a dessert or a salad than some balsamic vinegar fucking nothing i love balsamic vinegar <laughs> yeah. oh, I can, uh, you ever have it on a watermelon you ever do yes. that oh yeah. that's the stuff that's um, the stuff i mean i you know i was gonna follow that with have you ever had it on a mango i don't think there's anything you could put balsamic on that it is not going to make taste better oh yeah oh yeah there's this guy at the farmer's market who sells good-ass balsamics who always says to put on ice cream. I never do, but because I just never have ice cream oh. in the house. But I just I'm just think I think about it in my brain every time he says it, and I go like, oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> you so got, I got it. Some, it. I got some aceto balsamico di Modena. Uh, this is some goopy shit. Uh, let, me, let me tell you what is the perfect thing to do. What is the uh, you, to do? Put, you put some chocolate chip cookies some already baked chocolate chip cookies in the oven uh-huh. and you sprinkle some balsamic on them and you let them get a little uh, like just crunchy enough that it's like the limit that you can take them out and you let that balsamic caramelize on them and you take them out and you put ice cream between the two. Oh fuck dude oh my god <laughs> oh my god i want that so bad <laughs> oh. uh... all right oh, now you've so got good. you've got the you, the the normal stuff i have it uh, cooked down with sugar into a, a dessert like uh, like an Italian fudge sauce. Uh, <laughs> oh, hell yeah! I mean, it's dessert to begin with, folks. Yeah. Mm. Oh. oh. Oh my god! It still has that tang, but the tang is like in and out real quick, and you get the full flavor. It's full so flavor of deep. yeah. <laughs> so it's uh you know what. I'm not a I'm not a wine hater, but I don't get wine the way it like the the way people who are wine guys like get it. And part of it I think is like just have a spoonful of balsamic vinegar. Like that's the it, I I feels like the experience you're describing as a wine guy is the experience yeah. I'm getting much more easily from balsamic yeah. vinegar. I uh, you know uh, this is the secret the wine industry doesn't want you to know. The bad wine becomes good vinegar. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
And then really, when you think about it, if it's making this good vinegar, can you really call it bad wine? I don't think a $30 Cabernet Franc is going to make a very good vinegar, if I'm being honest. No, no, like, no, no, no. <laughs> Oh, God. I'm just thinking about having more vinegar. You know what? <laughs> food's good. <laughs> yeah. I think that's my main takeaway so far, that food kicks ass. All right. Yeah. Folks, we're coming up on time, uh, so we wanted to end with two regional specialty uh, condiments, one from Chicago and one from, where, where are you at? Virginia Beach, Virginia. Virginia uh, Beach, Virginia. I would yeah. not think that there was a regional specialty because of my ignorance. However, you would. There is here's one. the. Uh, well, when I get to mine, we'll we'll ha- you'll find out the history of it. Uh, <laughs> I'm interested for it, but however, I I think that when it comes to Chicago regional condiments, there's really only one choice, and that's got to be Jardiniera, the delicious sport peppers and various chopped veg in spicy oil. Uh, you put this shit on your pizza so that the next day you wake up earlier than you'd like and scurry to the bathroom very quickly. <laughs> it's not very spicy, but there's a lot of oil. I made some just for this, and I am so excited to try this right now. So where did you get your peppers? Are you um, using the, are you using authentic sport peppers or a, so or a close equivalent? I was not able to get sport peppers. I am using, um, uh, oh God, uh, long hot chili peppers mm-hmm. um which have a a similar spice level from okay. from what i am used uh, what have i experienced with uh sport peppers uh, the smell is so good this oil is so fucking oily crunchy love it does yours have olives or no yes uh the all the recipes i read said that you had to have olives in it and so i damn sure have olives in it <laughs> I don't think you have to have olives, but it's good to have olives. Mine's got olives. I got the Del Alpe brand. It's still good. Mm. Well, that is fucking good. Now imagine that. Imagine you're eating a big, disgusting sandwich full of shitty beef, and it's, it's oh, yeah. dripping with beef broth. Or rather, not really broth, with the beef juice. Yeah. The, you're sort of having to... Use your hands to keep the bread from completely disintegrating into a goop. It's so sodden with this flavorful juice. Now imagine further. Big globs of the fucking jardinier on top. How could you how could you do better? Why would I want any other vegetable on there when I can when I now know I can put that on it? Like <laughs> Similarly, like this this is this is such a good pizza thing. Like I remember one time I saw in Aldi, they had a store brand, Jardinera. And because it's Aldi, uh, it, it clearly wasn't, like, regional. Like, this was, like, a, a store brand thing they were rolling out to all Aldis. So most people in, throughout the country, if they see Jardinera, they're going to be like, what is that? Why are there so many eyes in this word? Uh, <laughs> there are four eyes in Jardinera. Wait, three. I can count. Anyway. The point being, most people aren't going to know what that word means. So, literally, it was a jar labeled spicy pizza topping. You know, they're not wrong. Uh- <laughs> I mean, and and, and you'll hear people be like, uh, actually, Chicago deep dish pizza, that's not something you actually eat in Chicago very much. It's more of a tourist thing, really. That's true. <laughs> However, when you do have a fucking Chicago deep dish pizza, this big honking fucking thing, it's so substantial. What kind of topping is going to hold up to that? A, a huge glob of jardinera is what. Yeah. I also love how, like, the, the carrots are, like, low-key the spiciest one. Because, like, the carrots soak up all the oil. So oh, So they're yeah. just sodden with it to the core. You think a carrot that's sweet and pleasant. Uh, well, yes, but also it'll uh, it's the spiciest thing in the jar. Yeah. You know, people in New York, they're blotting. They're blotting the, the oil off their pizza. No. I want more. I'm adding oil. oil. <laughs> Add oil. Oh man! Uh, Yo, so. I just whoa, whoa, whoa! Sorry, before uh, we move on, yeah, I just had an incredible thought. I'm wondering what will happen if I order an Italian beef with jardinera and then put laugon ma on top of it in addition. Will those compete, or will those commingle to create the greatest flavor in the universe? 
No, because I think that's what's missing. Like, if, if you were to say something is missing from the Jardinera, it's the Omami of the Lauka Ma. And when you think of, like, well, why is Lauka Ma not a perfect, complete whole food on its own? Um, it's one, because it doesn't have any calories. And two, because it doesn't have, you know, the herbs and, like, the, the like you know, the, the vegetalness to, like, carry yes, it through. Yes. You got to combine them together. Doesn't have the herbs, doesn't have the crunch, doesn't have the... Didn't really have a spice, like, like any sort of spicy kick. It's spicy, but it doesn't have a yeah. kick. Jardinera is not hot per se, but it does. Like when you bite the, when you crunch the sport peppers, like their seeds are still in there. You're gonna get a little kick. Yeah. Uh, now I, I really want to try the jardinera on rice. I've not had that, but I can't imagine it wouldn't be delightful. Yeah. All right, I'm not fucking around. What's this? What's right. this baffling shit that you want to tell me about? Uh, so. Uh, Virginia, especially the Tidewater area of Virginia, is well known for white salsa. Um, now, I want, folks? when I say the words, and this is served at me- basically every Mexican restaurant in Virginia. Um, when I say white salsa, you get, you get they bring you out a big bowl of, of tortilla chips, and mm-hmm. they place down a bowl of your typical red salsa, a salsa verde, and a white mm-hmm. salsa. What do you think that white salsa is going to be? I mean, none of I, I was thinking about this all day, and there's really no answer that could possibly be what it is. Because I'm thinking of what, like, what's white in salsa? Onions? Like, so are are we talking like on, mortar and pestle onions, making a, an onion goop that they then spice somehow? Uh, obviously not. I'm thinking further, like uh, East Coast. Is it? Dare, dare I even think this into existence? Some type of spiced clam chowder stuff uh i don't i like i legitimately do not have an answer that that is not on its face ridiculous so i i I am truly in the dark as to what a white a white salsa could possibly be well this is it that's fucking mayonnaise that's ranch dressing you're not wrong (laughs) <laughs> uh, what white salsa is, this is a thing invented at a Mexican restaurant here in Virginia Beach in, like, the late 70s, early 80s. Uh-huh. And I think it mostly came about from, you know, all classic inventions at every restaurant, over-ordering something uh-huh. um, and trying to, you know, spice things up. And so they decided they were going to start making white salsa. What it is, okay. is it's just sour cream, salt and pepper, and chopped up jalapenos. This looks like it's probably using, um, like they've probably switched to a red chili. So it might be like arbols or something, or or uh-huh. you know, or anchos, uh, some kind of like fresher chili just for for this place's in-house blend. And then you just kind of let that sit and marinate together for like overnight, and then you just serve it. And it is, you know, it's. It is kind of just a just a mayonnaise for tortilla chips, but it mayonnaise is delicious. Is good. Yeah, like and we didn't get to it, but I got Cupy mayo right here. I love that yeah. shit. Yeah, and this uh, is this is what you're telling me is you're basically it's basically you know uh, a, a variation on mayo and relish mixed together, a classic yeah. thing that happens all over. But instead of relish, we have chili peppers. Yeah, and the, it has now become, like, one, I grew up my whole life just thinking that white salsa was a normal thing. That's not realizing wild. Until I met people from out of the state that, oh, no, nobody else has heard of this. But in those intervening years, I think in the past, like, five or ten years, somebody wrote, uh, um, what, like, they were interviewing, uh, like, the three or four restaurants down here that really got it going as, like, uh-huh. a trade thing. Uh, and they were like, yeah, we there, there are, uh, like a couple of states in Mexico proper now where this is a common thing now from their relatives coming to visit going like, Oh no. Holy shit. Yeah. Sour cream and chopped up chilies is like, actually, yeah. Why shouldn't we put that on, on tortillas? Um, you see, this is why that's that sort of, uh, drive towards authenticity, that fetish towards authenticity that a lot of people have (laughs) is so misguided because like, you can't, you can't tell me that this isn't authentic. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, what, what does authenticity mean? It's like, well, yeah. uh, uh, but they don't have this in Mexico. It's like, what, like, in the past, they do now. It's like, <laughs> it's like, this is just, this is how all food got made. Someone's just like, yeah. you know, let's put these uh, things that we have together. And uh, if it's good, people keep doing it. There you go. Yeah. I actually, I was so ready to shit talk white salsa 
the name when you held up a fucking little tub of ranch. I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I've had sour cream-based chip dips. They're good. Yeah. None of them have been spicy. I like yeah. spicy. Now, here's work. the true test. Am I going to like it on a spoon? <laughs> you have taken a nonsense huge glob, dude. <laughs> oh. No, that's good. Um, Hell yeah. They So, like, it definitely... It has the sourness mm-hmm. of a sour cream, but it's got, I think there's some vinegar mixed in this as well. Okay, um, okay, okay. Because it's also a little sweeter than I'm used to sour cream being. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, it is, and oh, that just, it's perfectly suffused with the pepper. Uh, vi- incredibly good. Cannot recommend enough. Like typically, you know, you sit down and you, and like the, the red salsa. Mm-hmm. Isn't going to be that spicy. It's not going to mm-hmm. be spicier than any like than any course that you're going to have. Yeah. The verde salsa always deceptively very mild, never that yeah. spicy. And this is a nice little if you want the kick, that's what to go for because it's also kind of like the sour cream carries the spiciness with it. It doesn't sit on your tongue all that. Like the dairy kind of like neutralizes it after a little. Yeah, bit. yeah. That's it's, it's that's I, you say that it's deceptive that salsa verde isn't isn't generally that hot. I wouldn't say it's deceptive that the fucking ranch-looking <laughs> shit is hot at all. Uh, okay, this is what I wanted to ask. It, yeah. y- you, you mentioned that this comes with your, your pre-meal uh, chips, which, like, obviously that's going to be lovely. Yeah. Do you put this on the tacos, too? Like, when you get your tacos, you get your fucking, like, al pastor, do you, like, <sighs> drop a glob? No. No, because this is... So... Like the 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 like true true like Mexican taqueria around here does not mm-hmm. serve this, understandably. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know you get a taco there, you get the you get the alba store, you get the lingua, whatever, and it's just it comes with cilantro and onions, and then yeah. you know the red sauce or the green sauce, and that's it. But you go to like a more like one of these like older more American style places, mm-hmm. that taco's already coming with cheese on it, and I feel like that defeats the purpose. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, but, okay. You know what I think this is really giving me vibes of? Uh, people make fun, and rightly so, of white people tacos. And I had them <laughs> growing up, where you have yeah. your big flour tortilla, you have your uh, your ground beef, black olives, baby. You got your black olives, uh, salsa, little little cubes of tomato, and then a dollop, uh, shredded cheese, and a dollop of sour cream. Yeah, and people make fun of this. And rightly so, because it's not anywhere close to an actual yeah. taco. And, we, we are uh, we are in a post uh, Mexican week on Bake Off, so yes, you know. fuck. <laughs> but but the thing that whenever I see that going around in the back of my mind, I don't say it out loud because it's, it's it would not be useful to do so. But I'm just like that should taste good though. <laughs> like that shit, like that's not tacos, and it's not it doesn't have a lot of spices in it, but. That shit, that shit doesn't taste bad. Like that's good. Yeah. And what I'm feeling is they they take that they take the glob of sour cream from the white person suburbs tacos. Yeah. And are like, what can we do to make this actually like really good? And they've yeah. done it. And like, yeah. I want to try some white salsa. Yeah. Oh, I I'm praying, praying that white white salsa makes it to the greater Chicago area soon. Uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it doesn't sound hard to make. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'll give it a shot. Yeah, Folks, it's, I, uh, yeah, probably like one or two, one or two attempts. I'm sure you'll have it like nailed down. <laughs> Hell yeah! Well, folks, we are. Uh, that's all the condom. Well, it's not all the condiments we have, but we're done with yeah. this shit. Uh, I, <laughs> Colin, am I right that you would say that this went like much more smoothly than you thought? Oh yeah. Um, I really can't say anything that we had was that awful to eat. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I would say the worst thing was the taco seasoning, which I thought it would be the worst. Uh, but like this, like all this shit rules. Can't yeah. wait to put it on my food. <laughs> <laughs> I am so incredibly hungry right now too. <laughs> yeah, me too. That's you know we've talked the about the all condiment diet. Um, the the new the new wave from Silicon Valley, the all condiment diet. Um, the, none of this was filling at all. <laughs> yeah, I've. 
Folks, I have these four little slices of bread in front of me that I toasted that I was going to put things on and I forgot to actually do. And I just keep looking down and seeing them and like wanting to pick one up and take a bite and then remembering that I don't want to be chewing on the mic and have like dump, 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 dump sounds. Uh, I'm just looking at them. I'm thinking about dousing them with Pika Peppa and just having, just housing them. Uh, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) This kicks ass. Well, real quick, do you want to put a little... Giardinia and some uh, some Lago Ma on a piece of toast right now. Uh, Put up the test. Uh, <laughs> yes, I do. I'm doing that now. Jardinera. Listen. Putting it on there. I got uh, I got some sport peppers. I got some nondescript vegetable skin of, of, of indeterminate origin. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get some red pepper. Yeah, the red pepper. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any olives either. Let me get some yeah. olives. Uh, there's an olive. Ooh, it's got a piece of basil on there. And... Uh, uh, another olive. Okay, good. Chardonnay set. Lagan ma opening. Dispensing goops. Got a, I got a, I got a peanut on there. Spread it out evenly, folks. We've got it. East meets west, folks. <laughs> Chinatown meets Little Italy. We're here. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm seeing oozing from beneath the uh, the little piece of bread. The, the lock on ma oil and the jardinera oil and i can see like the two colors mixing and, and blending the two different types of oil as they wend their way down towards the center of the plate this is incredible i'm gonna take a bite oh my god i'm going back <laughs> oh man i i just the ferocity i'm seeing this piece of toast be devoured mm. uh <laughs> It's fucking good. <laughs> this is this is what pod jams are for. Uh, it's to deliver uh, delicious condiment combinations to the kids out there. <laughs> I would never have thought of this. It's so good. Like it's it, it it's better than if it was just one of ah. It's like more than the sum of its parts. Like I'm yeah. Like legit, I want to tomorrow go to Portillo's. The local <laughs> shitty chain, getting Italian beef with hot peppers, which is what they call jardinera for the for the chumps who can't say the Italian word. Yeah, and uh, come back and put the fucking lag on ma on that shit. Revolutionary, dear lord. Well, that's all the time we have for condom kids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was um, delightful. Put your cupboards away. I don't know. I didn't this. <laughs> Not as good as any. Put your cupboards away, folks. We'll see you. We won't see you next time. This is the only one. Bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.